What is up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Mark Marauder Show, beating the market one trade at a time. All right, so we'll be giving you some of the stock news. Hope everybody's having a great week out there. Uh, so first topic on here, I want to talk about a company named Toast. Uh, three co-founders are now billionaires because of the company's IPO. So uh, the three co-founders who came up with the idea of the company Toast are now billionaires after their IPO uh, that happened earlier this week. So after Toast market cap topped $30 billion in its debut uh, Wednesday, each of the co-founders now owns over uh, $1 billion worth. Um, so definitely a huge move uh, for the company moving forward. Um, and definitely pretty cool that, you know, people can create companies from scratch that are still uh, turning the founders themselves into billionaires. So I know this was kind of some of the hype back in the dot-com boom. Uh, people were making, you know, different companies like Facebook and, you know, all of the different companies that came out during that dot-com boom that are still around, um, like all the social media platforms, you know, Instagram, things like that, uh, Snapchat, made all of those founders, you know, large amounts of money. So I think it's pretty cool to see uh, a company in this era, especially with all the turmoil and stuff going on in the markets, um, be so successful uh, after their launch, after their IPO. Uh, so yeah, shout out to the Toast team. Uh, very interesting technology uh, that's going to, in my opinion, help the restaurant business uh, moving forward. So uh, you may be asking, what is Toast? Uh, this is not sponsored by them, by the way, just explaining because uh, it came uh, across as their IPO. Um, and if you're interested uh, in the company as well, they are publicly traded now. So uh, Toast's initial uh, product almost a decade ago focused on mobile payments, allowing customers to pay for meals from their devices. However, the point of sale system at restaurants made integrations difficult, if not impossible at the time. Uh, to make real headway in the industry uh, with low margins and tight budgets, Toast decided um, it needed to rebuild the entire tech stack, including all the hardware software that restaurants use to manage their operations. Uh, the founder sought out more uh, experienced help from Indeca Networks, hiring uh, Chris Camparto uh, as CEO. Uh, he was previously uh, executive vice president of Indeca, um, and after that, spent over two years running um, customer success at Aquia. Uh, Parto's stake in Toast jumped over to over seven hundred million, uh, based off of Wednesday, Wednesday's IPO. Uh, so definitely pretty cool uh, technology overall, and I think it will help uh, the seamless transition uh, from people, you know, going to these different restaurants and you know just being able to order their stuff from the phone, and then the people bring it directly out. So seamless integration of technology, to me, um, is kind of the future of uh, going to restaurants. I know some of the technology that I had seen is like uh, going to Chili's and their uh, little kiosk they have on their desks or on their tabletops that help you check out and split the check. Uh, those are pretty cool as well, but definitely cool seeing uh, technology innovations um, as far as the industry of restaurant is concerned so uh shouts out to all those guys all the uh people behind uh toast to successful ipo uh also in news uh costco is starting to limit cleaning supplies again as well as uh toilet paper so um the toilet paper shortages may not be over 
Um, the company is putting limitations on key items such as toilet paper, bottled water, and cleaning supplies so that it can uh, uptick in demand due to uh, COVID-19 surges. Uh, and this was stated by the Costco's CFO, uh, Richard Galanti, um, said during the company's latest earnings call on Thursday. So um, they're going to be cracking down on there. I think other companies are probably going to be following suit. Uh, so you might see like Target. Uh, potentially Publix, uh, Walmart, Sam's Club start to uh, limit the uh, consumption of these items. So I don't know if it's because of the demand or if it's because the lack of production. So either one of those things uh, could be, you know, the reason for that, um, especially with, you know, the unemployment numbers uh, raising up. It may be that there are down workers at these factories. Um and, you know, not having enough work to be able to release the products uh, moving forward, uh, which I believe in the future could help with automation, automation moving forward uh, to step in and help uh, fill in those gaps uh, for those jobs. But definitely very interesting um, to see that. And hopefully when articles like this start to come out, people don't go out and panic sell because, you know, that really wouldn't help the situation either. So, um definitely uh, going to be looking at my local store to see um, if they start imposing limits yet again on some of these items. Next, the White House is preparing for a potential shutdown as leaders grapple with crucial deadlines uh, in the Biden agenda. So uh, they have been meeting. Um, so the administration's office management and budget uh, is alerting federal agencies that barring a new uh, appropriations bill, they are uh, expected to execute shutdown plans as of next week. So uh, pretty soon on the horizon, uh, which will be the first uh, shutdown of the uh, COVID-19 era is what they're saying. Uh, so House Speaker Nancy Pelosi um, and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer uh, aim to work their way out of multiple binds as they try to prevent a government shutdown, a uh, default on U.S. debt and collapse of Biden's uh, domestic ambitions. So the administration office's management and budget is taking steps to let the department and agency leaders know that barring a new appropriations bill, they're expected to execute shutdown plans starting late next week. For many agencies, those plans often include sending workers home. So uh, some people are going to be at home because of that. So hopefully they can come to a conclusion on some of these uh, topics that are out here. But definitely is a very difficult situation. You know, I have not been put in that situation as far as uh, position is concerned, but definitely very interesting. Um, it seems like a pretty stressful job uh, to have, you know, just in that. But that's why, you know, they get paid the big bucks to make the uh, important decisions. So the office typically asks... Uh, uh, the communication does not reflect the office's views uh, on whether a continuing resolution is likely or nor does or nor is viewed as more of a formal duty. Uh, efforts to pass a new budget are underway on Capitol Hill as Democrats earlier this week approved a measure to fund government, suspend the debt ceiling and approve emergency aid such as disaster relief. Uh, Democrats are tight on the economic timelines. Uh, some are self-imposed, such as Pelosi's promise to hold a vote on a $1 trillion infrastructure bill uh, on or before September 27th. Uh, the Senate has already passed the measure. Uh, and the infrastructure bill is definitely very interesting. Um, you know, I'm going to be doing a breakdown of that uh, coming up here pretty soon. 
Uh, so look forward to that. Uh, it's very interesting on that infrastructure bill, all the different industries that would be helped. Um, and energy was actually up this week as well. So companies like Fuel Cell uh, were up and majority of the energy companies were up stock price wise. So um, I think people are preparing for that September 27th date. Um, on the vote for that $1 trillion infrastructure bill. So definitely look at your portfolios accordingly uh, with that coming up. So Treasury officials estimate that lawmakers have until some point in October before the U.S. would uh, default on its debt for the time. Despite the crunch, Schumer has promised to take up the White House or take up the House past debt ceiling um, and government funding bill nonetheless and force the GOP to publicly vote against the bill uh, that would keep the government open and allow the Treasury Department to continue to pay for legislation uh, Congress has already authorized. Raising, dis raising or suspending the debt ceiling or borrowing limit does not authorize new federal spending, but allows the Treasury to pay for legislation that lawmakers have already passed. An increase would allow the Department to pay off bills associated with the trillions of COVID relief uh, enacted under former President Donald Trump and Biden. Uh, so many suspect that Pelosi will be forced to pass a new resolution without the debt ceiling to keep the government open, and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell uh, has said on multiple occasions that he would support such a clean bill to avoid shutdown. So uh, it seemed like, you know, one accord to keep everything open. Uh, separately, Pelosi and Schumer declared Thursday morning that they had reached an agreement on the framework for taxes uh, that would be needed to fund Democrats' $3.5 trillion package to revolutionize the U.S. public safety net. Uh, so definitely very interesting uh, moving forward. Um, going to be looking at some more updates on that, but uh, some turmoil going on in the House uh, with trying to get these bills passed. Uh, that will um, help with infrastructure and some other things uh, on the deep ballot. Next, iOS 15 is here. Uh, uh, Apple released on the 20th iOS 15, um, which has more enhanced features, FaceTime calls, uh, more ways to connect uh, with messages, uh, powerful tools, um, fresh new look and notifications. Uh, definitely very interesting overall. Uh, I have not gotten the update. Um, I do not have not seen the update as well, so I uh, can't attest to the functionality of it. Uh, but as far as investing is concerned, Apple stock did do well this week uh, with the release of that update. Uh, so they went up all the way to 146.92, so up 3.26% um, in the past five days. So, um, you know, definitely a good move forward uh, with the release of some products. I think the previous week we had Apple uh, event, which talked about the new iPad mini um, the iPad with the new uh, A15 chips in them, as well as the new iPhone uh, that's being released. So definitely very interesting moving forward. Um, always some interesting news coming up uh, with Apple. So next, uh, this company named uh, Lee Cycle uh, has a, or Lee Cycle Holding, ticker sign L-I-C-Y, uh, is a Canadian-based uh, company in Toronto. Uh, that is starting to recycle lithium-ion batteries. So um, it went public with a special purpose merger or special purpose acquisition uh, company, or SPAC for short, um, and started trading last month. Uh, Lee Cycle opened at $11.70 on August 11th, uh, the day after the merger, and mostly traded lower until this week. 
uh, where multiple analysts weighed with its positive reviews. So uh, they are starting to uh, recycle lithium batteries, which has been kind of the main, I guess, hold off, in my personal opinion, uh, for the growth of EVs. So, um, you know, they use lithium ion batteries for just about everything nowadays, but the recycling process of that has not really been a big factor. And those are the batteries that are being used into the, um, you know, vapes use them, you know, phones use them, um, majority of electronics use them as well as EVs. So EVs are the ones that I think will benefit the most now that they have an outlet for recycling and that companies are starting to um, jump in on the recycling process of that. So definitely huge move forward. Uh, Tickers on LICY for lease cycle holdings. We'll definitely be keeping my eye out on that moving forward. Um, next, I want to talk about Amazon. So Amazon is going to start charging uh, for its delivery service uh, beginning October 25th. So Amazon Incorporated's whole food market is implementing a gro grocery delivery fee across the U.S., uh, rolling back a perk the retailer had offered for paying Prime members since its beginning, offering uh, home delivery for organic grocery. Um, they're going to start charging 9.95 service fee uh, at the beginning of October 25th. So even if you have Prime, you will not be able to get the um, grocery delivery service. You'll have to pay an additional 9.95 for that. So um, definitely interesting uh, overall. Um, it says this service was offered at no charge to members uh, of Amazon's Prime program, which cost $119 uh, a year in the U.S. Uh, on orders exceeding $35. Uh, the two-hour delivery remains uh, free for shoppers using Amazon's fresh grocery service, um, but they're starting to charge this $9.95 uh, fee. And I don't know if that's uh, going to be per, I don't know if that's yearly. It looks like it's going to be per uh, order. So per order going to be an additional $9.95 fee. I don't think that's going to be too big of a deterrent for people, uh, especially since people are used to like things like DoorDash uh, and Uber Eats, which assess a fee for doing that. I think for groceries, you know, having, you know, the fresh groceries delivered to you and just paying an additional 95, I don't think it's going to be too big of a deal for uh, most people who are using this service. I think the convenience kind of outweighs the price. Um, so definitely be looking to see um, how the stock performs. Um, getting closer to that October 25th date. Now, we know Amazon is not hurting for money, uh, so this I don't know what they're going to do with this additional funds that they have for this 990, $9.95 fee, um, but definitely think it's a, a pretty big move forward uh, for them and their grocery or Whole Foods uh, retail service. And lastly on here, I want to talk about... Um, the U.S. court uh, upholds hospital employee uh, vaccine rule in test case. So um, back a while ago, there was a case uh, where some people at St. Elizabeth Healthcare uh, were told that they had to uh, get the vaccine. Um, and so they actually sued the hospital and went to court. Um, and the court ruled uh, that um, they basically like threw the case out. So uh, the ruling... Uh, involved a request uh, for an injunction uh, against a private employer. Uh, so they updated their COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Um, and then the judge basically said, you know, you can choose other employment. So um, after, you know, that happened, the judge 
basically wrote a statement and said, if an employee believes his or her uh, individual liberties are more important than legally uh, permissible conditions on his or his or her employment, uh, that employee that employee can and should choose to exercise another individual liberty, no less significant the right to seek other employment. So, basically saying, you know, if you don't want to agree with the policies, then you can quit and go work some other place. Um, so, this to me, um, you know, is the first private case that I've seen uh, that's actually had a verdict uh, of employees actually suing uh, the company. Uh, for their uh, COVID-19 policies, and I think there are going to be more like this, but this is the first one, so I just kind of wanted to highlight this moving forward. Um, this is, you know, not to make a debate on whether you should or should not. Um, it's, you can do whatever you want, in my personal opinion. Um, you know, I'm not here to tell you what to do, um, but I think it's very interesting, you know, the different developments that we have um, in the new economy that we have moving forward, um, and with that being said, uh, definitely going to be looking at uh, the prices of some of these uh, vaccine manufacturers moving forward. Uh, I know a lot of people have stock in Pfizer, but Pfizer's actually been down a little bit. They were down this week to $43.94, uh, so a little bit of a, a bearish downward trend for Pfizer. And then for uh, Moderna, which is ticker sign mRNA, Pfizer's ticker sign PFE, they're actually down as well. They're down 430 uh, uh, so they're down to $430.14 for Moderna, ticker sign mRNA, um, so down $24.46 uh, and down 5.38% uh, overall. So uh, definitely very interesting uh, looking at the development of the stock prices for a lot of these uh, companies. Um, a little bit of a bearish downward trend, but the whole market itself was bearish. Uh, in my personal opinion, with all the uh, Evergrande stuff going on, uh, the market kind of took a hit uh, from that. So um, definitely going to be looking at some more developments from them. Um, also on the horizon, there are talks about um, the potential release of the booster shots. And I think that's going to come from Pfizer. So uh, going to be looking at ticker sign PFE, Pfizer uh, in the near future for uh, potential rally uh, if that is approved and confirmed and once they start rolling those out. So good luck to everybody out there trading. I uh, hope everybody has a fantastic week um, out there. And I'll see you guys next time. Peace.